Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's No Woolhand, shouting at his camcorder for YouTube, and now shouting into his snowball microphone, because Jeff Stormer is a good friend. And before we get to this week's episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, i got to tell you about some upcoming shows. We will be at South Jersey Geek Fest. That is going to be from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the 28th of October in Woodbury Heights Community Center. That's 741 Helen Avenue in Woodbury Heights, New Jersey. So please come check out some cosplay pro wrestling at South Jersey Geek Fest. For more information, you can go to sjgeekfest.com. Also, that same very weekend, that's October 27th through the 29th, we will also be appearing at GamaCon. Go to the Tropicana Casino and Hotel in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and come see us. We'll be hosting the Crystal Awards along with doing a bunch of other fun and silly things at GamaCon. For more information, go to GamaCon.com. We're also happy to be returning to the Geeky Kink event. So please come see us. We will be doing stand-up comedy. We'll be doing an episode of this very podcast, probably without cameras, because it is a plus 18, very scantily clad uh, type of event. We will also be doing Game the Gamer After Dark and Beyond the Tentacle. So please come see us at the Geeky Kink event. That's November 10th through the 12th at the Radisson of Piscataway. That's 21 Kingsbridge Road in Piscataway, New Jersey. For more information, go to thegeekykinkevent.com. Also, if you would like to sponsor the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, then please check out our Fiverr store. For just $5, you can make me say pretty much everything and anything. Just keep it clean, guys. All that information can be found in the links below. And now, without any further ado, take it away! Kirby Crackle. We're on the road, we're going home To the place where wild nerds roam With pretty girls and dudes and kids Going to cons is our escape It's like Mega Fuckies in a star-filled sky Where you can meet all your heroes and none of them fly We're on the road, we're going home Who's ready for a podcast? We got some silent approval this week, which is new. Who's here to do other things? Currently being annoyed by a podcast? All right, that's fine. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from Gamers Vault. That's 175 Route 70 in Medford, New Jersey. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan, and I am joined by the Waluigi to my Luigi, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? No, why? I would be Wario, if anything. Okay. I can can get behind You're Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a weird relationship. Yeah, we don't, we we're have, just kind of like, fine. hey, what's up? How you doing, Will? I'm, I'm doing good. Good. Ah. Our guest this week is a fantastic stand-up comedian and teacher of stand-up comedy. Please give it up for Brad Trackman. Thank you. Thank I was you. just laughing because I thought you were just a teacher. There was a weird pause. Oh, no. And it's like, oh, he's a teacher. Cool. No. <laughs> he's a stand-up comedian and stand-up <laughs> comedian teacher. Yeah, I mean, uh, been a... Headlining comic for 24 years now? You could still be a teacher and do that. But <laughs> it's, it's hard. <laughs> I mean, no, I've been a full-time headliner comedian 
been on national TV shows such as The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson, Gotham mm-hmm. Comedy Live, Comics Unleashed with Byron Allen, numerous appearances on Comedy Central, had my own commercial campaign. Uh, right now, like I've told you guys earlier, writing a book with Anthony Cumia from the right. uh, legendary a- O&A, uh, Opie and Anthony show. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for I've uh, been teaching stand-up comedy, started in New York City at the biggest program in the country called the American Comedy Institute. Big oh. program in New York. And... Uh, Okay. Uh, no, no I, I make that weird noise uh, be, because uh, I did a stand-up comedy competition, uh, and the one of the prizes was a scholarship to the, the stand-up wow, comedy that's institute. that's saving a lot of money, man. Yeah, that's, well, that's a good deal. I came in second, and yeah. I was given a Joan Rivers DVD. Uh, I opened for Joan Rivers. Oh, I, really? I used to open for her, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. She was really – it was. It was really, really cool. Yeah. I've opened for some cool people. I've yeah. opened for – Joan, I, I used to tour with her for like uh, a couple years. Okay. I've opened for uh, Dana Carvey. Uh, mm. This was great. I, I opened for uh, Weird Al Yankovic. I used to tour with him. Really? Yeah, that was a trip because you're talking, you know, anywhere from probably 2,500 to 5,000 people, depending on the theater or the, the actual the, uh, the place that you were doing at the venue. But uh, yeah, I've done some, uh, you know, well, work with Chris let, let Rock. Let me ask you about Weird Al for a second. <laughs> yeah, uh, go ahead. Because I actually remember a time I saw Weird Al in concert, and he had a comedian open for him. It wasn't you. And he literally got booed off stage. I got, I'll be honest with you. That's going to be a rough crowd, right? It, no, I, I actually really... I did so well that he actually took me off the tour. I ended up getting... <laughs> <laughs> I ended up, it's funny because when I... I Back in the day, I used to wear my glasses on stage, and right. I used to, you know, I really, really nearsighted. That was like a big thing. Like back, if you see some of my older TV appearances, I was wearing my thick glasses. And uh, when I started working with Al, uh, he took his glasses off. I don't know if you remember. He used to wear right. glasses. Mm-hmm. That was his right. thing. And he took his glasses off, and I went out there, and I don't know what, but I just really, like connected with his audience and did really i remember one time i got a standing ovation they're chanting my name and that was the last time he ever had me perform for him (laughs) that was it so no i i only had great shows you can't have them chanting your name yeah it was pretty wild (laughs) when weird al has to go out there and play his accordion i could not get into weird al's show i tried every time i ever opened for him i would get a seat in the audience right. after my performance, they'd have a seat available to me. Every time I tried, and I just could not get past two songs. I'm not into music what? parody. I'm not into that. Uh, I guess I'm a purist when it comes to stand up, but uh, I'm just well, not I into. I would never call what weird. You're Al making does a face, like stand-up. you're making a, I would a never face. Call yeah, comedy. like like a purist, like you, you like you made I, a face. I didn't think you meant comedy. I thought you meant purist as in music. Yeah. I only like original music, not <laughs> yeah. parody music. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm talking. You know, there's the there's, there's there's different types of stand up. Yeah. There's different types of comedy, and like that. To me, I'm I'm a monologist. I like people that write and do jokes and, and have an act. Well, I don't think Weird Al presents himself as a comedian. Yeah, I, I would never call him But, I mean, you know, it's a comedy performance. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's a funny performance. Yeah. But, like, like, I'm guessing you don't enjoy any music comedians? No. Because I'm kind of we- I, I don't really like music comedy, uh, but I enjoy no Weird Al just because... I mean, there's some guitar acts that are pretty... They're okay. They're yeah. pretty good. Uh, listen, I'm all for... Uh, the guy's talented and... 
It's funny because like uh, Anthony Cumia, that that guy who right. I'm writing this book about, he's really into singing. He started as a as a vocalist in a in a band, and uh, he does great impressions, and he can do vocals. And he actually got started. His whole thing was writing a, a parody on O.J. Simpson. Believe it or not, that's how he got <laughs> in the business. He and his yeah, brother. That was the hot topic for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, back then, and uh, he had this funny parody, and they, you know. He was telling me the parody, and it did make me laugh, you know? Right. It was a rendition of Otis Redding's, uh, what is it, Sitting on the Dock by the Bay? <laughs> but it was, it was O.J. getting electric shock uh, by the bay. It, it was very funny. <laughs> Pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, funny. so, but, yeah, I've been doing this. I do like the, uh, I, uh, here in Medford, I grew up in Medford, by the way. I don't know if yeah. you guys knew that. No. Went I to Shawnee. Facebook said that you were from here. <laughs> yeah, I grew up here. Uh, most of my adult life, I lived in New York City. Right. L.A. The L.A. Yeah, L.A. for a short stint. Then I got married, bought a house in Mount Laurel, which is, as you know, borders right here in Medford. Mm. Yep. And uh, it's cool. You know, it's nice to be back <laughs> to the roots. You know, yeah. are you guys from Medford? Uh, I'm originally from Gloucester. Sure. And uh, I recently moved to Mount Laurel. So we're neighbors. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm from Atlantic City. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. No, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> not I mean, it's a terrible place. It is pretty bad. It is really <laughs> bad. It's, it's I'm this close to being a hole in the ground. Yeah, <laughs> when, I, when I was little, it started bad, and now it's uh, gone. Yeah. It just doesn't it's exist It's going to lose city soon. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> funny. You know, I'm also, and I'm not trying to like, but it's true. I'm creating reality TV shows. I'm, I'm oh, in yeah. the, yeah, I mean, really, really hooked up with uh, some major production companies. And one of the projects I have in development right now is a show on Atlantic City and the demise of it. It's like yeah. almost like a real life Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. And we have some great characters. I mean, we have uh, the mayor, Mayor Guardian. He's one right. of the guys on our show. Uh, we have this one guy who is the owner of a strip club. Uh, he's the Which mayor one? of Titty City. Uh, he just sold it, but it was uh, Strip Search. Okay. Yeah, on New York <laughs> Avenue. It's His name's Kobe. Guys. Kobe <laughs> Fryer, who was uh, also from Medford. He went to Lenape, but he's from Medford. Uh, he just sold the club. We got, we got I used to be a bouncer, and we did. I worked at some strip clubs, and I knew guys that worked at a bunch of the other ones. Sure, so. sure. But uh, regular at the Borgata. I like the, you know. Yeah, Borgata's but, a good place. Yeah. That's, if you're going to perform in Atlantic City, that's the place to perform. You know? <laughs> yeah, because it's open. Well, it's the only building <laughs> now, so yeah. you have to. It's true. It's true. But, you uh, can go perform in the ocean, but yeah. it's not going to do much A lot of needles. You. Yeah, it's so. not, a, not a pleasant experience for you. You know, I'm old enough that I remember when Atlantic City was actually nice. Like a family <laughs> See, place. That, yeah, I just missed that, I think. <laughs> yeah. When I was yeah. Yeah, I mean, my parents, I remember, I have fond memories. I did the, the boardwalk with the parents and my best friend, yeah, and it, it was cool. Growing up, it was just like, yeah, it used to be so nice, and now... I remember Steel Pier, man. Yeah. I remember when there was actually a horse. The diving horse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was badass. That was yeah. really cool. Back when you could just abuse an animal for entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Let's push a horse off a cliff. It'll be great. And the horse did it. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Every time he circled Every the time. Yeah. <laughs> If it wanted one, to two, eat. Yeah, one or two but, electric But shots. now uh, <laughs> I'm coming back to Medford and I'm, I'm going to be teaching a class. They have this new acting studio here. Right. I think it's called the Actors House Studio right on Main Street in Medford. And I'm going to be offering a class on Tuesday evenings. So, so uh, that's pretty cool to give back. And, and I, I do like teaching. I've had a lot of success. Some of my students, uh, two of them have done The Tonight Show. 
which is pretty impressive, I would say. Yeah, uh, one of my students just did uh, Stephen Colbert, The Late Show with oh, Stephen nice. Colbert. Cool. I have hundreds that are working professionally. It's yeah. a lot of fun when like I get to a point where I'm doing a show and one of my students is opening for me. It That's trips cool. me out, yeah. you know? That's awesome. Yeah. Who's your favorite student? <laughs> Who's my favorite child? student? Yeah. Ah, God. That's a tough one, man. I mean, I've got so many. I got this guy. I think one of my favorites isn't even doing stand-up anymore, but we became friends. His <laughs> name's Marty Regan, okay. and uh, he moved to San Francisco, was doing stand-up out there. Actually got him to open for Dana Carvey as well once I developed that relationship. And uh, he just got a great job and just said, screw comedy. And That's a good choice. Y- your favorite student Definitely. is the one that was smart enough <laughs> yeah. to quit. Definitely. million percent. And he's just a great guy. But also one of his friends that was also one of my favorite students was a guy named Conrad Roth, who is still in the game. I, I think he just that. did the Edinburgh uh, Comedy Festival. Nice. He's living in New York City now. And he's just really funny. Great guy. Uh, but, I've, God, I've had, I've, I have a lot of friends. I mean, uh, one Who's of your least guys, favorite student? Ah, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that, you know. Oh, darn. Oh, my uh, God. I probably wouldn't even remember <laughs> her name. <laughs> no. I remember this one chick that was a pain in the ass. But, no, uh, for the most part, I really I have a lot of fun with them. You know? Now, uh, with stand-up comedy, I run an open mic, and so many people jump on stage. And where is your open mic? I run it at the Tap Room Bar and Grill in Haddonfield. Oh, so then you know must know my students. <laughs> it's pretty much everybody oh, at that place. Really? Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, so Dave. Now Pri- I think I know Dave Primiano. I know Dave. I uh, Dave who's the guy? Uh, Dave. Uh, that's his friend. Uh, Bob DeSantis. Well, Bob. Yeah, these guys were all in my class. Yeah, oh, okay. they all started right. together. Uh, and then the other guy who was uh, just had a baby. Uh, uh, Ed, Neil Ed. Carroll. What? Who is it? Neil Carroll. Neil Carroll. Yes. Great guy. And oh, they're yeah. all great guys. Oh, yeah. And they're all very, very, very funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, they're my guys, man. <laughs> then Neil had to have a baby. Yeah, yeah. now he's he's on comedy hiatus. Yeah. Oh really? So yeah. oh, that's the best time to do stand up is to get away from. The, mm-hmm. I, I told that's my what son. Telling him. I told my son. I go in life. I go. You have to have a kid, and a wife to truly know what's important in life, which is getting away from your wife and kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's what you do stand up. That's what that's the I best hear. way. Yeah, it's good. It's good to that's know those things. Andrew Fox is going places. But you get so much material from a kid. I mean. Yeah. My son's been definitely the catalyst for some of my best bits. Yeah. That's why I'm just a giant child. So I can have <laughs> material off myself. myself. Yeah. I cut out the middleman. I'm not giving credit no, to some child. It would child. be a lady, Noah. You would need a lady. <laughs> all right, all right. Touche, sir. Touche. Now, but at this open mic, I have a lot of people who take the stage for the first time. Uh, and they're just, you know, throwing stuff at the wall and trying. And what? see, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. I mean, and I know exactly what you're leading towards. And I personally feel, no, because a lot of people, there's a stigma attached to teaching stand-up comedy. Okay. Right. And I will tell you this, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but I have to say I'm probably one of the most successful teachers or coaches in the country. I mean, I, and I, I coach people all over the world, by the way. Bestcomedycoach.com. And, uh, well, well, just because you own the domain doesn't mean. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they only give it to well, the best. I could. Sh- I could. I could uh, well, when I, I'm going to go home and I'm going to register very best comedy coach. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, is it Good you luck. Get, did you get them all? <laughs> 
I bought up to six berries. <laughs> no, but I mean, let's see if somebody would sign up for you. <laughs> oh no, no one would ever do that. But I'm, I'm just saying, I, I have a yeah. Yours. Yours. I, I'm just. Anything. But my point is this: you can't teach anybody how to be funny. You can't make somebody funny, but you can certainly expedite the process and give them a strong foundation rather than them going up the first time clueless, clueless to how to properly use a microphone, clueless to how to put together a joke and having so much extraneous fat on that joke to get Mm -hmm. to the punchline. Mm -hmm. Just, just so many things that I can just, how to see a light and then get off stage. Yeah. Very important. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. All that stuff. So that way, when they go to the open mics, they're prepared. They're ready, and they're more confident. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a trend right now. I think it's just I, – I, I, listen, I started in classes. Jim Gaffigan was in my class. Gary Greenberg, the head writer for Kimmel, was in my class. I mean, you know, people took classes when I started and succeeded. Right. Yeah, I, always, I equate it to boxing. Where like I love boxing by the way, and I'm like no obsessed with boxing. Oh yeah, obsessed. Yeah, I mean like obsessed, like expert on 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 boxing. All right. Well, so I mean we should talk about Gennady and and. uh, I'm actually I was actually planning on bringing that up later in the show. Okay, But, but like. You can learn how to box by just getting into the ring, and you'll get knocked out a few times, and eventually you'll figure it out. Or you know someone can show you how not to get hit in the face. And you'll probably be a better boxer right away and not get knocked down right away. Yeah, or maybe, you know, you won't get knocked out. Yeah, how about <laughs> <laughs> Or you might be yeah. good at it. Yeah, yeah, start good instead of learning, you know, on the ropes. Yeah. So, uh, what would be the, the uh, I know, you know, I'm, I'm stealing free, free class information, but what would you say is the, the most important piece of uh, advice you could give to a new comic? Oh, man, there's just so many things. But I would say by personalizing your humor, you're just, like, really separating yourself from every other schmo that's doing it. So in other okay. words, I hate when I hear a comic go, you ever notice? That like, just makes me cringe. It's I notice. Well, usually it's I from, have noticed the from same From your thing. perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. I hear you. I hear you. So, so ma- like finding your voice is basically. Yeah. I mean, being as, as, uh, as much of an individual as you can and really personalizing your stuff. Yeah. Okay. That, that is definitely good advice. Because uh, I, I know that a lot of open mic comics will ask me, are people going to steal my material? It's like, well, je- pro- probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, like, you know, you get to a point in comedy where you're what's funny and not so much the joke. Like, if someone were to steal your joke, it wouldn't be as good. I don't know about I disagree with that. But really? I, I do. But, I, I mean, I think a, a solid joke is a solid joke. And I think that you're, you, can't, if- you can't confuse the two. I mean, a great joke well written mm-hmm. from beginning to end that's going to work for just about anybody but if it's your if it's from your voice there's less of a chance or if it's really personalized then it's giving the less chance of someone stealing it so in other words i'll give you i'll give you an example sure uh i have negative 20 vision i wear coke bottle glasses i wear them in public a lot like i'm wearing i'm looking at you knowing your glasses you look good in your glasses i mean oh, thank you they're not like I mean I, I I get mixed up for being developmentally disabled when I wear my glasses. I mean they're that thick, but I'm married. My life's over. I don't need to impress anybody, so I wear my glasses. I don't care. They're comfortable. Right. If I go out in the morning and I'm going to the supermarket, I wear my glass. I don't care. That said, I have a bit about being confused for being 
uh, developmentally disabled, and it's it's just a great. Now, who else is going to do that bit? Right. It's going to be very tough for someone to steal that bit when the, it's so. Th- th- that's the point I'm making. Like, if you yeah. take a really good Jim Gaffigan joke, and I were to tell tell it, well, I, Jim Jim Gaffigan, and I'll say this on record. I mean, yeah. I, I know Jim, and I've known him since he started, and great guy, great comedian. But hey, man, there's a lot of people that say Jim's taking some jokes. I really oh Gaffigan? really. Yeah. Huh. Somebody else yeah. says hot pockets? Yeah. I've never heard Maybe not hot pockets, <laughs> but. Just say hot pockets. I mean, I, I have a, one of my very best friends, Eric Pasoja, that, you know, confronted him about it and, you know, got the cold short. I mean, did the same open mic that he did. Next thing you know, he's doing his joke. I mean, listen, hmm. it happens, but. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. But I think, like, like, take that hot pockets joke, though. Like. I could probably take that and get a good laugh with it, but I will never get the laugh Gaffigan gets on it. He's so famous that if you did that yeah. joke, everyone would know you hacked no, out but and like, took it. But let's say he wasn't. Like, <laughs> I think what Noah's saying is you can't, even if you steal somebody's material, like, I would have to do it yeah. in my style. Yeah, and, it, like, a lot of Gaffigan's jokes, apparently you steal some, but a lot of his <laughs> jokes are, like, very imprinted with him on it that mm. I think, like, it, it'd be very difficult to tell it as he well. definitely has that voice, you know. Yeah, he, he, mm-hmm. you know. yeah. just like Todd Berry has yeah. a very similar, yeah. Yeah. Very iconic similar. voice. <laughs> very similar. Uh, now, and then Mike Brabiglia, yeah, who a lot of people say stole a little bit of me and a little bit of uh, Todd and a little bit of a lot of people. Do, do you? I know Mike do you really walk well. In your sleep? <laughs> no, but wow, are you like? You, you like really like to stick up for you. Is he a hero of yours or something? I mean, I like Berbiglia, but well, I, I know like, Mike. I, I, I was his. Like I, was his men, was I was his. I was. I was. No, I mean, he's had many specials, and you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> his voice. I mean, he. You know, he. Yeah, this, I could see a, a similar. The cadence. all shucks guy. All shucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Mike. I've hung yeah. out with Mike. Uh, mentored him when he first came to New York City. Was the only guy he knew. Mm-hmm. Had him cry on my shoulder. So I think I know Mike. And Mike is not Mike. On stage, he's the, he's a right. different guy. He's not he's not even close to what you see the aw shucks guy. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not who I am on stage. You're not? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm a big nerd. We do a show at a comic book store, and you know, the guy on stage likes attention. The guy <laughs> off stage is a nerd yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is afraid of humans. So <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm the same person on stage and off stage. Yeah. I, I doubt Stephen Wright. I'm just saying that, like, I know quips. I, I, I know when Mike started comedy. I know when he started hanging out with these other comics and seeing some. You can just see. I mean, I'm not the only one to say this. I'm not I'm, the first person to say this. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know Mike Birbiglia. I think I think you he's would funny. know better. So, so if you have information about it, <laughs> I would probably take your word for it. But I am going to make quips during your story, so it's an entertaining podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't take offense to that. No, not at all. Um, and I got to ask you real quick, uh, just because uh, a few of my friends wanted me to ask you about this. Do you remember the uh, Cape May Comedy Festival? I do. What What are your memories of the Cape May Comedy Festival? I got paid. <laughs> hey, you're the one. I was <laughs> the one. I was the one that actually got paid. <laughs> I know that uh, there was this contest and that uh yeah. jeff norris won the contest yeah. and i was the judge yep. along with bob kephart who uh insisted on jeff winning the contest quite frankly i i thought the other guy should have won oh he this in- is good insider but, but he he insisted that jeff won i i 
I, I just I went with it. I, I, I didn't want to. I kind I of understand. fought tooth and nail. Uh, that said, uh, Jeff never got paid. No, Jeff's a good not. guy. Yeah. Uh, and definitely, uh, you know, I got paid. I did a seminar there. I was a judge there. Mm-hmm. I was there for a couple hours, and I got paid what they said they would pay me, and that's, that's all good. I know. Uh, Do you remember me? I don't. <laughs> Drat. I don't remember you. Sorry. Uh, I, I won my round. Were, were you a check? <laughs> no. I was the one that kicked all the buckets off the stage. Nope. All right. Yeah, man. You know. Not memorable. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, how far did you get? To I, I made it past the first round. That's as far as I got. Yeah. It, it, was, was, it, good, it was a good time. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, I mean, there, I don't know how the judging worked prior. I was just in well, for the you finals. Were one of them. <laughs> no, but I was one of the judges for the finals. Oh, I think yeah, yeah, my no, I, I, I okay. don't think so. I don't okay. think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, and I know you have a show coming up at the library, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just want to yeah. get that plug out there. The 29th? Oh, yeah, it sounds about right. Yes. 29th, yeah. yeah. A friend of the show, Tony Parlente, is on that show. Tony's the best. Oh, yeah. Former Tony, student as well. Tony comes to the tap room all the time. It's He's a, good, a great guy. Oh, yeah. Couldn't Tony. be a nicer guy. Yeah, so that, that's the Library 4 on September 29th. It's in Williams, Williamstown, is it? Williamstown, New Jersey. I, I believe, I know there's four libraries. I don't remember which library is there. <laughs> it's not two. It's not two. It's definitely four. That, that one's down here. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> a- any other big shows coming up? <sighs> I'd have to look at my calendar, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's take a look. Oh, all right. Let's take a look what I got. It's time it's for a Brad whirlwind. Trackman checks his phone. It's well, a what whirlwind. Do you have, like, doctor's appointments and stuff in there? <laughs> <laughs> going to get oh. new glasses. <laughs> gonna be in, I'm going to be in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, doing a corporate Oh, so, that so you should can't be get fun. tickets Nobody's to that? Invited. Just Nobody's invited. That's a private gig. <laughs> That's on the 21st. Uh, the library on the 29th. The 30th, I'm going to be in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, you are all over the place. I'm going to be uh, in Pennington, New Jersey. October. Let's see big gigs. Let's see what I got. <laughs> I know I know. in March I'm going to be at the MGM in Las Vegas at Brad oh, nice, Garrett's nice. Comedy Club. Uh, that's a great gig. They give you a penthouse when you, when you perform. That's pretty there. solid. So it is pretty you solid. You're headlining out there? You're hosting? I, I am headlining out Very there. Very nice. So yeah, thanks, nice. buddy. It's good stuff. Um, let's see what we got. Uh, I'm going to be in Brigantine Thanksgiving weekend, I think. Okay, there we go. Where in Brigantine? I don't know. It's going to be for um, for soldiers or, or vets or something. A big, big show for vets and bringing team. Uh, I'm going to be at the Mayo Arts Theater in uh, Morristown, New Jersey. It's a beautiful theater. Okay, okay. And uh, that's the 24th. Who cares? Well, is I mean, there a, a place we can find all this information? Could have went there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> BradTrackman.com. BradTrackman.com. And where yeah. can we sign up for your class? Uh, you can go to the actor's studio. I, I don't even know what the, I, I, that's a good question. I should know that, but, uh, whatever. Well, you don't have to take your class. Yeah. Hey, why would you? Here, here's something Thank I'd you. recommend you add to your class. Actinghousestudios.com. Actinghousestudios.com. And, uh. N- knowing your plugs is something you need to add to your class, because literally every comic we bring on has no idea where they're going to be tomorrow. Dude, it sounds like every comic you know has taken my class. It's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it, we run in very similar circles. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. But they're all good. 
they've all done really well for themselves. Yeah. I mean, DeSantis is great. Neil is great. I love Primiano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Primiano's amazing. He's great. I actually have Primiano open for me whenever I can. Like, yeah. if, if there's a venue that he can fit right into the show, then I do it. So he's, uh, you know, not the cleanest comic. So No, not uh, at all. <laughs> but I love No birthday he, parties oh, for I, him. I'm sorry. I, I, just, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> I, 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 uh, <laughs> I apologize for that. Yeah, it was just weird. Uh, like, I, I, I couldn't let that stand. Casually uh, touch your arm like, here. <laughs> uh, it just went. Shh. But uh, Primiano, he, uh, I like what he does, man. I yeah. like his thought process with mm-hmm. his writing and stuff. He's, he's a, a funny dude. guy. And he's a good guy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Friend yeah, he, of the show. He started coming to the tap room when I was still there a lot. Yeah. And he and I've, I think I've told this to him. When he first started stand-up, I was like, I hate this guy. <laughs> and he's a guy that now I'm like, he's so funny. He really is. Yeah. He really is. And he's a great guy. Like, I don't yeah, think yeah. he has a confrontational bone in his body. No, not, I did not like him as a person. I was yeah. just like, oh, stand-up's I, terrible. I love but he's, he grew so fast and so much. Yeah, D- Dave's tough in five minutes because he's going to say something brash without time to win you over <laughs> yeah, first. You it. give him 15 minutes and he's godly. I love Dave. <laughs> Lots of compliments for Dave this yeah. episode. I'm really. dying to see you guys now. Now I'm no, intrigued. It's it, we'll, we'll be so over your head. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we do. Oh, it's really esoteric? No, we, we do. We do um, we do conventions. We do like comic book and video game conventions. You know, it's so funny. It's I have a buddy specific. of mine that does that too, out of San Francisco. Mike oh. Capazzola. I don't know if you know Michael. Uh, I don't know Mike. He's an artist. He okay. uh, he's a comic book artist, and okay. Okay. he was a, a artist for the San Francisco Chronicle. He had his own cartoon in that, okay. and now he uh, he has a a show that goes around. I guess yeah. comic. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he, he's the West Coast us. I guess so. <laughs> we're going to have to have a fight. Yeah. Are we the Jets or the Sharks? Uh, we're white. <laughs> I I imagine are you guys <laughs> artists as well? No. 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 I would not call myself an artist. <laughs> uh, no, we're wrestlers on the side. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's our sidekick. Oh, wow. Well, then I'll say you'll win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a it well, we, it's fake fighting. We could fake beat <laughs> yeah. him up. He'll think he's so hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we also like to geek out on this show, and we do it with the same called What You Watch and What You Read and What You Playing. We're going to have to do an abbreviated version of What You Watch and What You Read and What You Playing. We're going to start with you, Brad. What have you been watching? What have you been into? Man, I, I'll tell you, when it comes to watching TV, yeah, I am uh, my manager. I have a personal manager. Uh, Your wife? <laughs> it used to be. My, <laughs> wife, my wife used to be the Booker of Caroline's on Broadway, and then she did uh, okay. go into management. She was my manager. But then once we had sex, it was over. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that'll happen. But, uh, <laughs> it's a good rule. Yeah. Uh, no, my manager is Johnny Lampert with Headline Entertainment, and he handles some good crop of comics. Uh, Dan Natterman. You guys know Dan? I do, I do not. not. Probably one of the best comics breathing in new york city for sure i mean he's really great uh he's done every show possible a zillion times very new york uh tom cotter i don't know if you guys know tom he was came in second on america's got talent was the first comic to come in second okay but, you know right, that talking, a bell. yeah makes major money mm-hmm. uh really really funny uh jeff caldwell just did conan last week okay um yeah. but has done every tv show good good roster. but anyway Johnny says that like he considers it a privilege to watch TV with me because like he's like okay. he goes it would be like having a catch with Joe Namath or Joe Montana you know <laughs> You're a he's professional like professional TV watcher? I'm a t- pr- 
professional TV watcher, man. I take it really serious. It's <laughs> like I'm. That's the only thing I'm really good at in life. Okay. All right. I love TV. Uh, God, it's. I don't know if the question is what am I watching, but what's, what's your favorite what's show? The thing what, what stands yeah. out? What's What's your appointment television right now? You a Game of Thrones guy? Or you know, you? I watch Game of Thrones. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but yeah. I, I definitely, you know, I enjoy the season. I didn't love it. Gotcha. I don't love it. <laughs> no. I don't love it. I I, I like it. I okay. like Game of Thrones. Uh, I'll tell you some shows that I love. I got to look on some Netflix because I've been watching a lot of Netflix. <laughs> I have a terrible memory, by the way. My it's memory okay. is like just terrible with like. Uh, I mean, the whole podcast is going to be me asking you questions about your own life. So you it's know, be, uh, it's a bit rough. I liked. Uh, let's see <laughs> here. Hmm. Welcome back to part two of Brad. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I don't know. I like. No. I, don't, I don't have my DVR. Brad, in that's front your of calendar me. again. <laughs> that's my calendar again. I. I. Uh, hey, hey, Brad. I got it for you. I got Did you it. watch uh, Mayweather versus McGregor? Oh, there we go. Of course. What did you think of that? I thought it was a better fight than I thought it would be. Agreed. Uh, I knew Mayweather was going to win. I, well, and I think he had a great game plan. He knew exactly. You know, it's funny because I saw the, the, the uh, press junket that he did prior to the fight where he just jumped in on Showtime with Paulie Malignaggi. And, and the rest of the cast over there. Right. And he just literally like jumped in on a session right after the weigh-in. And he was like, you know, uh, I'm going to take him to the late rounds. And that's what he did. Yep. And it was just a smart move on his part. And listen, you know, uh, I, give, I give McGregor more credit than, uh, than, than I thought. I mean, the guy's a great athlete. Yeah. Look, <laughs> he's not a boxer. He's and, not a boxer. And I think... Did, did you see the fight well at all? I, no, I did it, not. It told one of the best stories I've ever seen. Because, like, in the beginning, like, McGregor fights like this. Like, his arm fully is, is extended, so you can't punch with this hand. So he's just, like, knocking Mayweather's hands that's out of right. his way and then swinging. Which is not how you box. Yeah, but he's probably... I mean, but that's how you fight. Yeah, he's probably used to grabbing people. And he's like, yeah. man, I wish these gloves weren't on. Hey, if, and if that was the case, it would be over in two seconds. I yeah. mean, everyone knew that. So, that, yeah. That's what yeah, made that's, it so it, Like, McGregor wins the first two rounds. The third round, Mayweather kind of starts doing stuff to trigger McGregor's, like, MMA. <laughs> like, he'll start, like, turning around, and McGregor would, like, grab his waist and start punching his kidneys. And the rest like, no. What do you, <laughs> that's not what happens here. And then they took him to the last rounds, and like as soon as they said, like this is officially the longest fight in McGregor's life, you just watch the hands fall and become lead, and that it was like, it was yeah it was target practice yeah, yeah. exactly do you, do you agree with when they stopped the fight I do I think he was over I think personally I think McGregor wanted it over I think uh, <laughs> but I he do. was just too tough to admit it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, he, he was saying he wished it would, that he would have got knocked out. Like, he wanted it to be a knockout. And I hear that. Yeah, that, I, I that's guess, a good visual. But, yeah. I mean, I, I think any fighter wants that. You know, he wants to say, hey, you know, take me out on my feet, but mm -hmm. don't let yeah. me go. But uh, it was over. It was that, like, it was a good call. It was a good call. Intelligently defending was himself. Was the first two minutes just McGregor starting to lift his leg up and the ref being like, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> None of that. None of Not that. at all. We don't do that. Anymore. Not at all. You no. think if, if them there was no were, knock, there was no knockdown. There was not a single knockdown. There was no the knockdown. There was no knockdown. But like he was out, he was just his hands at his side, and 
just getting punched repeatedly. But like, then I'm you, not gonna fall. But now <laughs> I get punched daily. September sixteenth, we have the real fight. The fight that every boxing fan has been waiting for for about three plus years, which is Gennady Golovkin versus Canelo Alvarez. That is a fight. That is two of the best boxers right now fighting. For a moment, I thought you were going to say McGregor versus Mayweather in UFC, and I was going to explode. (laughs) No. It's only fair. He should have to. Yeah, exactly. I would give him each a billion (laughs) dollars. Yeah, whatever. You know, I heard somebody, I don't know uh, who who said this to me, but it it was interesting. He said, why not make make it, if it goes to the seventh round, it goes to UFC. (laughs) So he has seven rounds to knock him out. And that would have been an interesting thing. Oh man, just watching that clock in the yeah, sixth yeah, yeah, been really interesting. That I'm surprised that this went so well because do you remember forever ago, uh, Muhammad Ali fought a wrestler? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. But a hundred million dollars, bro. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, hundred million dollars <laughs> yeah. he made. You only have to get punched once. Once you get punched, it's your decision <laughs> if you're alive. <laughs> Whether or not you stay on your feet. I'm not. I'm getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't pin them. <laughs> yeah, there's no pin. <laughs> but uh, th- there was that fight between Muhammad Ali and a wrestler, and Muhammad Ali is like, this will be fun. And the wrestler's like, I'm going to break his arm. <laughs> and then they had to change the rules because they were afraid they were going to break Muhammad Ali's arm. And uh, the wrestler spent the entire fight on his back, kicking upwards. And Muhammad Ali's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's a, a, a kickboxing strategy. We, I, uh, when I forever ago, I used to kickbox, and our uh, teacher would show us videos of like tournaments. Yeah. And it's a straight up, you just get on your back and have one leg up, and people are like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't know how to fight He's just going to kick me if I go over there. <laughs> that's where his legs are. <laughs> Uh, so I, I guess that's going to do it for what I watch. We're, we're a little bit behind. Have, did you watch but, anything good you wanted to bring up? With? Uh, we can you talk know, about it later. Okay. That's no, good. let's talk TV. Let's talk TV. Let's talk TV. <laughs> you want to yeah. talk TV more? Yeah, do you remember the, what you were watching? I mean, no, but uh, let's talk TV. <laughs> you you guys to watch some Netflix you, while we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> you guys tell me some of the shows that you're watching. I'll tell you okay. about it. Uh, have you seen Glow? I have not seen Glow. Glow was phenomenal. Really? Like, I was not expecting Glow to be as good as it was. I'm a huge wrestler fan. Oh. And they, they are very true to wrestling. Uh, like I said, we're wrestlers. Uh, and like, especially like what 80s wrestling was. And it was just very much like, oh, you're Asian, you're a samurai. That's just life. <laughs> you deal with that. That's what you are. Uh, and they tell, it's not a complete, it's not a historically accurate portrayal of what happened in glow but it is like what wrestling was did you guys see the justin bateman one uh ozark yes i haven't seen no. that yet i was very good yeah unfortunately my tv is now broken so he's I, great he oh, is yeah. great and he, you know i have very a buddy of mine actor. who's a huge showrunner in los angeles he creates sitcoms one of the biggest in la and justin was uh executive producer of one of his last projects on nbc told me man he goes that guy is just the greatest guy ever yeah <laughs> and he doesn't have to say that now because they're out of contract or not but he just <laughs> but i love that guy he's a great actor yeah. good show i highly recommend that good it, one it's definitely different from arrested development yes <laughs> or teen wolf 2 <laughs> uh so yeah i've been wanting that uh we just there was gypsy i don't know if you saw that gypsy. oh i saw i haven't i didn't watch it but i did see it on Netflix. excellent excellent I'm not, it's well, a great it show. It's about a psychiatrist who actually <laughs> gets involved with 
the extra, the, the, the exterior people in the people's lives that she's actually counseling. Okay. She gets so she, involved. She's with overly the, invested <laughs> in her patients. Oh, to a point where, I mean, she's like, yeah, yeah. She's oh. like having sex with the person that the person's talking about that's having problems with the person. Right. <laughs> and, and she's married, and it's just very, it's, it's, but it's well done, and it's pretty cool. It's a All cool right. show. Gypsy. That, that's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was getting that confused with Shut Eye, the, the one on Hulu that's about... I don't have Hulu. Oh, uh, with uh, the dude from uh, Burn Notice. Burn, yeah, Burn yeah. Notice. It's about fake, uh, fake uh, psychics, like, and they're they, they, they aren't they all? Isn't, yeah, exactly. that, isn't that like exactly. exactly? It's about the scam of being a psychic. <laughs> I, I, that's another one, like, on my to-do list. Uh, let's see. Uh, did you get into BoJack Horseman? Don't know that. What? You should totally get into BoJack Horseman. What is it's that on? It's a cartoon. On? It's yeah, on so Netflix. Don't let that off put you. Yeah, but don't let don't let the cartoon turn it out. It's about uh, a horse who was the star of a sitcom. There's a lot of like animal people, and you just have to get over that. Uh, what channel? It's, it's, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, and he was he had his own like sitcom, and now it's him just living off the residuals of that in Hollywood. <laughs> it's a lot of like yeah, Hollywood so, inside jokes, TV yeah, inside dark jokes. side of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. So you could, there's a lot of like, like he starts as a stand-up comedian and things like that. Been there. Yeah, <laughs> you should definitely check out BoJack Horseman. Yeah. It, I'm it, gonna and, definitely check that out. Like for for a show about cats and horses. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see the Kathy Bateman hearts. thing with the weed or whatever? The uh, the, 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 that the, just came out. That just came out. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't checked that one out either. I like her. Are um, you into any of the uh, the I guess Marvel ones on Netflix? It's yeah. on the to do list. I think Jessica Jones was one of the best. That was great. I'm caught up. I watched all. Of them. I watched all of them too. I'm, yeah. I'm just you starting. Still got the, Defenders. I'm just starting it. I'm on episode okay. one, but did I mean, watch Iron Fist? I did. I loved it. You, I, I liked loved it, it too. Loved it. Loved it. I admit loved it. it. I will say it's not good. But you know what my I favorite really one was. It. My favorite one was the. Uh, w- w- which one is the blind attorney? Daredevil. Daredevil. Daredevil to me was the best. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, Luke I like Cage Daredevil. was really good too. I I didn't like the end of it. I thought it got kind of silly. Mm-hmm. But I did. Li- I liked. I loved the beginning. I thought it was amazing. Like the first. He's half. a badass. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Daredevil. I always felt like it was a really like a really good scene that then cut away too early to do something else. I was like, I'm really invested in this court case. Oh, now we're going with the Predator. Or not the Predator, the Punisher. Predator uh, this would is be cool. Great. Oh, the Punisher's great. Oh, we're cutting away from this oh, now, too. Matt Murdock had to represent the Predator in court? <laughs> you know, this past weekend, I was just, like, chilling and... Uh, for some reason, I got I did like a whole Steven Seagal like <laughs> retrospective marathon. I did nice. Under Siege, Under Siege <laughs> Two. I just did this one was like called the Angry Old Man. There's, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I would. Say I love Seagal. Steven, <laughs> Steven Seagal is an angry old uh, man. It was great. It just started out as a comic, and then he started <laughs> filming a movie. <laughs> it was great. He. Uh, I don't think like I mean you got Dwayne Johnson, but I mean like. Where are the action stars? Where are the where's the action movies Jason now? Statham. I Jason was just Statham. thinking. I like Jason Statham. Did you ever see Transporter? I liked it. Yeah, I love Transporter. That's yeah. one of my favorite. It's just action, like barely any plot. Just yeah. Fights. I love fights. Crank. Crank's Crank really is like one Crank. of my. Have you ever seen Crank? I don't know if I've seen uh, Crank. Crank. They they inject him. Oh, with I saw Crank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Injection. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I saw Crank. That movie. Bangs are in front of a bus. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like it's such a terrible like concept, but like it's so much better of a movie than it has any right. Yeah. Are you guys watching uh, What About Saul? 
I'm actually, uh, I just finished the Netflix of that. I know season three's out on TV, but I haven't seen season yeah, three. Season one and two, I watched. You know, uh, funny, the guy who plays Gus, you know, from uh, Breaking Bad, the guy who owns the. the Gus the, Friedman? The, yes. The guy, who, no, I don't know. What, Frain. Gus Frain. Gus Frain, excuse me. He's the guy who owns the, the, the chicken, chicken place. place. Yeah. Yes. Good friend of mine. Somebody, really? Well, I mean, back in the day, we really, my first. Don't trust him. My first friend uh, in entertainment, it was pretty wild. I was uh, going to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, commuting, taking the Mount Laurel bus from Medford, you know, living in yeah. Medford still with my parents. I think I was 17 when I started taking classes and going, and, uh, going there. And uh, my f- one of my first days, uh, they give you this keychain, American Academy of Dramatic Arts. It's like gold yeah. and it like, shines. And I'm getting... Uh, I'm going into the bus at the Port Authority, which is one of the most dreadful places in the world. Even back then, it was horrible. <laughs> it was a nightmare. And uh, my books, the, guy, the bus goes in reverse. My books go flying onto this like distinctly dressed African-American guy. I mean, he had the craziest shades, weird leather jacket, and it was cool. pretty warm still. <laughs> a crazy hat. And my books go flying. I go, sir, I am so sorry. He goes, not at all. Like real cool, like not yeah. not at all. I pick up my books. We start driving. I'd say about fifteen minutes into the drive, he taps me on the shoulder. That was back when I had like a Walkman. I don't know if you yeah, guys yeah. remember that. You know, Walkman. Remember and, you having a Walkman? No, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't. Walkman. I just met you today. So, yeah. So, so uh, no, you guys seem young. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> Walkmans. I caught the the tail end of Walkman. See, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. So, taps me on the shoulder. He goes, "Hey, do you know any of the existing areas around Mount Laurel?" So I'm naming all these places. I'm naming, you know, Medford, of course, and Marlton, and, and Cherry Hill. and right. every, I get to Lumberton. He goes, that's it. That's it. Lumberton. I go, if you don't mind me asking, I go, what are you doing? He goes, I saw a used truck that I want to get in Lumberton. And I go, this back, like, way back. And this is 90, this might be 89. Okay. I don't even know. Right. I mean, this is way back. And, uh, yeah, 89, I'd say. And he goes, uh, yeah, I want to buy this truck. I go, how are you going to get there? He goes, I'm going to take a cab. I go, dude, that'll cost you a fortune. Yeah. So I took him. I took him to this used, and I didn't even know this guy. I take the out bus? My, I, from the bus. You, t- you t- took control <laughs> of this bus. <laughs> this guy, like, tries so hard to be funny, it's almost sad. I, uh, mm. I'm joking. So, uh, are you? I'm joking. So, so uh, he takes the, uh, I take my keychain out. And he sees it's American Academy of Dramatic Arts. And he goes, are you an actor? And I go, I go I'm trying. And it, it, long story short, which I know it's, this is the <laughs> longest story of the history of, of stories. But he said, hey, man. He goes, I'm a working actor. And he said, I'm, I started in the movie School Days, which was Spike Lee's first film. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So the second I drop him off back at the bus station, I rent that movie. Sure enough, he's wearing the same outfit that he's wearing on that bus that oh, day. Because you couldn't Google to see if he was in that movie. You had <laughs> yeah. to actually watch it. Exactly. There he is. How yeah. about that? But I mean, we West became Coast really, video. really good friends. As a matter of fact, we used to party our asses off together. That's awesome. And it's ironic that he's playing like this big, you know, coke dealer, yeah. you know. But uh, the dude was like a fiend. He was crazy. He was a great, 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 funny, talented guy. Yeah. Amazing actor. That's Amazing. Awesome. So uh, we, we're a little bit short on time. Uh, so I'm going to ask you real quick: What have you been reading? Have you been reading anything good? Facebook, you know, a lot right, of Facebook, good. a lot of <laughs> Facebook. Every, I think since Facebook came out, I, I hardly read yeah, at true. all. 
Yeah, no reading. <laughs> it, it instantly updates, yeah. and it's all about characters you care about. So, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I kind of stopped reading. I, I mean, I'm writing a book right now, so I mean, right, I'm just, I hear you. Yeah, I'm reading that as I'm writing, and mm-hmm. just oh yeah, but uh, d- yeah. a lot of deleting because that's that's how I write. Write a full paragraph, hate it, get rid of it. You know, this is a different type of book because it's it's his life, so it's a lot of transcribing and a lot of like you know adjusting with yeah. what he writes or what he says. But uh, dude, it's great. This is this is something that is going to be the one of the biggest feathers in my cap. I mean, I I think it's definitely going to be a New York Times bestseller, probably the first day. To be okay. a New York Times bestseller, you have to send tell Brad ten thousand copies. Guarantees <laughs> his book will be a number one. Bestseller. Well, you got to th- you have to figure the guy has fifty thousand subscribers to be a right to be a New York Times bestseller. Ten thousand copies. Pretty sure we can do that in one day. It only takes ten thousand. Co- we we are not reading as a nation. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the book market was a bigger <laughs> bigger market. You would think, right? But no, yeah. that 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 is what it warrants. Huh. That's good to know. <laughs> there you go. You're all business. And uh, are you playing anything? Pardon me? Are you playing <laughs> anything? I, I know you're not a big anything? video gamer or anything like that, but like playing cards, playing fantasy football, gambling, no. any schemes? Yeah. Yeah. A heist? Yeah. No, man. <laughs> I am not playing anything other than my kid in basketball. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah sport you know. counts as playing. Yeah. <laughs> but you did play the Nintendo World Championships as part of our pre-show. Really was of great foreshadowing for this interview. (laughs) Long and (laughs) torturous. No, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. Uh, Am I? No. uh, You know how when a person's lying, they say, trust me? (laughs) I'm getting that same feeling with I'm joking right now. Oh, you meant for you. (laughs) Oh. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Uh, So, Brad, I have your score here. You scored. 11,750 points. Is that the worst you've ever had? That puts you in fourth place. Are you kidding me? You're the fourth person to do it. (laughs) So, yes, you are in last place. But but you can say that you came in fourth place for for now. No, no, I'm glad that I came in last place. Like, I I figured I'd be the worst. (laughs) You might as well. I mean, first or worse. If yeah. it, uh, Nobody cares about these. I just want to tell you that, like, I have any. I don't even know how to use the game control, and I thought like I was. Okay. You pick it up quickly. I mean, like. I mean, you didn't pick it up right away. You tried <laughs> you to use it on the table, table for a while, uh, but. But like, for you were handed something that you have never used before, and you beat the first level. Are you guys major gamers? Are you both really? Com- yeah. I mean, not for, I, I'm not good at video games. So I will openly admit them. to that. <laughs> yeah. I like but to play them. I know we have I'm to not write a lot of jokes about them for what we do. So, you know. It, now, where are you guys gigging? Where do you guys do your shows? Conventions. Like, conventions. That's so, like, so cool. Like Comic-Con, yeah, it's, it's definitely a... Because you could be very specific about stuff, and people are still going to follow your material. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah it, it, we're, it's an audience of is, is it seasonal, or is it, like, constant? It's busier in the summer. Yeah. That's when more It's funny, because for me, stand-up, uh, summer's usually, like, the slower time. Yeah. Uh, it can be anyway. Yeah. It's the exact opposite because our our crowd runs younger, uh, and like kids have school. Do you do colleges and universities and stuff? No, have you tapped that we, market? We, I mean, we, we have. But we do the and you guys work together as a team. Yes, yes. That is so cool. Yeah, but we <laughs> that we, is so cool. Yeah, we we each perform separately and then we do a bit at the end. How where do you we take go questions. about getting booked in these comics? Do you have an agent, a manager? Do you book yourselves? We do you book ourselves. We, we booked ourselves for quite some time. So uh, you must have some tape, right? We ha- we have some tape that we mm-hmm. send out. Uh, 
the the thing about the convention scene is they do not understand comedy. Uh, so it's a lot of like one we have to get our foot in with something and then bring up comedy a lot of the time. So it's like you know you know this is a you know video game convention. It's like well, we do a video game show. We also do stand up. Bring us in. We'll do our stand up show. We'll do this video game show. It'll be great. I see. So you uh, mer- you merge the two together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brilliant. And the the issue is uh, the average person does not understand comedy. So it's a lot of like so you guys do stand up. So you don't need like a stage or a microphone or anything <laughs> like that. It's just you talking, right? Like people can stand and watch. It's right? amazing how people. No, uh, I, you, uh, I get yeah. that too. I mean, my, my I, absolute I, favorite is when they say, do, "Do you have a microphone?" They say yes, and it's attached to a podium. Those are the best shows. I've had that. Yeah, it's like all right. I guess I've I'll do a that. political speech. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what we do. It's uh, it's a very niche market, but like the fact that. Our audience is someone that people tend not to write for, and those who do tend to do it in an insulting <laughs> way. Like, one of the biggest shows right now is The Big Bang Theory. And people will say, oh, it's like, it's the time of the geek. We have all this stuff that's for geeks. The Big Bang Theory is not for geeks. It is very insulting to people who have these hobbies because it paints us all in this uh, just like negative, disconnected world. And we're not. We're just average people that happen to have a hobby. And uh, I, as a comedian, understand your hobby. And I'm going to, you know, tell jokes about your hobby. Not about you as a human. Not about, like, you know, making fun of how, uh, you know, we're But it's a niche audience. It's very, very niche. I think that's really cool. I mean, do you find it limiting? It's, It's limiting in that, like, if we were to do the same jokes at a comedy club, people will look at us funny. I, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, they, you really need to find your audience for that yeah, type. Because, like, when me and Will get together and when and you write, go to this tap room, do you just work on your material for that, or do you I'll have float, other material I'll float too? Some stuff in if I have something coming up. Like, there's there. I, do you, I, you do regular stand up? Yeah, as I do well? regular stand up as well. Uh, but like, you know, the tap how long room have you is, guys been doing stand up? I've been doing it for twelve years. Okay. Yeah, that's a long time. Eight. Yeah, you were probably at eight because yeah. you came in when I was doing it like three, but. Uh, for example, we got booked, or I got booked. Will wasn't there. Uh, I got booked to do a Lego convention. Awesome. So I was just doing Lego jokes at this mic, and, like, they would get, like, a mixed kind of, like, eh. <laughs> and I was like, if you guys loved Lego, would you love this? And they were like, probably. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, and I didn't do enough research uh, because nobody laughed at, at any of my stuff. <laughs> and That's some- why. And someone came up to me afterwards and said, by the way, it was like nails on a chalkboard hearing you say the word Legos. And I was like, what? It's like, it's Lego. We don't like hearing the word Legos. It's Are you wrong. kidding me? Ow. But, but yeah, but like that's, that's, like that's a mistake I shouldn't make because my audience I guess is you're... constantly dealing with crap like that. And I know it sounds insignificant, but the connection I'm promising a crowd is I understand the thing you like. I and if I come you. out and say, hey, I love Legos, too. <laughs> Lego <laughs> my Legos. <laughs> like I'm being kind of insulting to them. I get uh, it. So that's <laughs> that was what Brad was reading. Uh, so a rant by Noah. <laughs> a rant that I just did. We got to play a game. We got to play a game really quickly. It's time for host versus guest versus audience. We end all of our games with or all of our podcasts with a game. This week I brought my DVD. Why not? <laughs> this is the Plus Two County DVD. Oh. It looks like a Nintendo cartridge. It's been banged up. Yeah, it but it's real. But crappy. the DVD looks fine. So <laughs> that's our stuff. Brad, what did you bring? I brought my uh, CD. Oh, it's in sorry, much I'm better not as condition cool. than ours. Uh, <laughs> 
It's in better condition. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the way this game works is you're going to defend your prize and try to win everyone else's prizes. But to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to bring a prize for us to win since we put up these amazing prizes. Gotcha. What did you guys bring this week? I see a Spider-Man Lucha mask. That's pretty awesome. Any other takers? I was promised floor garbage. Yeah. No. Well, what, did, well, what, did, what did you have no. that's floor garbage? Oh, yeah, oh, she had a gift card, but she decided not to put it up. Uh, She's against it now. We, we, well, have, a, we have a lucha mask. to decide. Well, if you're the only digger, then by all means, please come up here. I was trying so hard to not let Jeff get on this podcast. <laughs> Try as you might. <laughs> but I'm here he here. is. What's up, nerds? What's going on? I'm going to squeak this chair as much as possible. Did you turn your mic on? Yeah, is your mic on? No, it is not. You should turn your mic on, or else the show won't work. No, I'm, no, sure on and I'm seeing the bars, I thought. Don't look I, at our I'll, equipment. <laughs> I'll turn you up a smidge. There we go. Should I do a test? Testing, testing, good. testing. Right, look, good? look, mister, I have a successful podcast. Yes. Uh, I in- have three. Introduce yourself. <laughs> we, we, don't have a, we don't have time for this banter. <laughs> talking Nog absolutely can. Okay, we're moving on to the show. You don't get to introduce yourself talking anymore. Talking Nog, SoundCloud.com slash Talking Nog. That's Jeff. We have to do a show. Guys, three minutes. It's just him. Don't think, guys. Three minutes. we got to get going. All right. It is... Uh, Google Commemoration Day. So we're going to play Google Feud. The way this works is I'm going to give you part of a Google search. You have to give me one of the top ten auto-completions for a Google search. Does this make sense, Brad? Not at all. But I'll try. I'll <laughs> have, try. Have you used Google? Yeah, of course. Okay. Then this this should work out okay. Okay. Uh, we're probably going to have... Uh, I have a t- feeling I'm going to come in fourth on this one, too. <laughs> I, I'm not it. I'm just the host. But okay. somehow still fourth. All right. So <laughs> here, here's part of the Google Feud. I accidentally ate. What, what would be an auto-completion for that that Google would suggest? You know, like, yeah, like, okay. yeah. Okay. Will, we're starting with you. Oh. I uh, accidentally ate. A penny. A penny. It happens. I guess you don't know. Not on there. Not on there. Brad? Poison. <laughs> That's not it's good. That'd be a thing to Google. Mm-hmm. Not on there, though. Jeff Stormer. A spider? I mean, according to Snapple, that happens all the time. Yeah. Like eight times in your life. 300 pounds of spiders. Not on there. Uh, You're just spelling all these words. The top answers are gluten, a maggot. Ew. Close, I guess. Uh, Mold, tinfoil, pork, moldy cheese, meat, ants, poop. (laughs) And number one is moldy bread. Moldy bread. I knew it. I knew it. All right, we're... We're, gonna, we're going right to the, the I think I get round. this better now, though. Okay, you get this better. We're going to start with you this time. All right. Okay. And it's very simple. Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Mouth. Mouth. I'm bad. Not on there. Sorry, no Happy Days fans on oh Google. Oh, my God. Ralph. <laughs> Jeff. Ralph. Wiggum. I don't know how to spell it. W-I-G-G-U-M. U-M? Not on there. Really? Yes. Will? Lauren. Oh. <laughs> That's great. That's definitely on there. You're not spe- Just look what they are. You're not going to spell this. It's the, it's the number one answer. <laughs> That's good right. for 10,000 points. Uh, Machio. Uh, Thatcher. Ralph Wilson Foundation. Angel. Finesse. Nader. Ah. Uh, Waldo Emerson. 
uh, Travass, Ralph Travass, and then Ralph Travass' wife, which is <laughs> higher than Ralph Travass. And Ralph Lauren is the, is the number one answer. Of course it is. I'm such an idiot. Damn it. <laughs> for, that's good for 10,000 points. We're going to go one more round. Here we go. Uh, Jeff, starting with you. How do you get... How do you get a girlfriend? How do you get a girlfriend? <laughs> Stop Google searching. <laughs> Not on there. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised too. All Will? Right. Uh, how do you get to the airport? Ooh, directions. Yeah. <laughs> Not on there. Ooh. STD. Ooh. STD. Sex. You have to have sex. That, that, <laughs> I'm sorry, but you were too vague. Because <laughs> here are the top ten <laughs> answers. <laughs> Hepatitis C, shingles, herpes, ringworm, a UTI, uh, rid of bed bugs, mono, Scables, sc- or scabies, uh, bed bugs, and number one answer is pink eye. How do you get pink eye? Damn it. That was a lightning round of I Google struck food. out, man. <laughs> That's okay. It's a tough game. But that means with 10,000 points, with one correct answer, Will is our winner. Yeah. Will actually is Will. a wrestler, so he could actually use that lucha mask. Yeah. We got a new character. Jeff, you, you have. Spider Man who let you have himself five go. Five seconds to say something and then leave. Partyofonepodcast.com, allmyfantasychildren.libson.com, soundcloud.com slash talkingnog, talkingnog at aol.com for all of your eggnog questions, audio clips, and pictures of you drinking eggnog. All right, go. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for coming up here. Brad, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? Uh, bradtrackman.com. Uh, also, I am teaching a class at the Punchline Comedy Club, which is... Oh, I didn't know you were doing another class. Yeah, so Punchline Comedy Club... Uh, you could just go to their website, phillypunchline.com or something. Uh, and then, of course, this acting studio, whatever the place uh, in Medford. <laughs> they that already no heard it. They heard it. Yeah. They're all vague about and, it. And, uh, yeah, that's it. And what man. was the other donate? Best comedy coach ever? Oh, best comedy coach. <laughs> Bestcomedycoach.com. All right. Uh, be, uh, Will, anything to add? No. No, no, no time. No time. Uh, <laughs> Be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLine.com. Make us the podcast of the month. Also, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. What? Uh, upcoming shows include, on the 14th, we are TBA, uh, because a guest canceled. Uh, on the 21st, we are going to have the host of Peg Warmers, a toy podcast. And then on the 28th, we're going to have Rich Feinberg Connor, a pro wrestler and the host of Wrestle Rock Radio on the show. We would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. Apologies to Jeffrey Michael. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you guys so much.